Talk Network. Hi, this is Devin Track with the Freebooters Network. Today we bring you another episode of 40K Radio. And now, on with the show. Welcome to 40K Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of 40K Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Alex. With me, as always, is Amy. Hello. And JF. I'm super glad that you asked Amy first because as you were asking the question, I was suppressing a burp. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Today we're going to take a look at some of the latest news, not only 40K related, but GW related, because we like those other games we're talking about. But, as always, we like to talk about hobby stuff, if we've gotten anything in the last couple weeks, so we'll start with Amy today. Guys, this commission is still on my desk, and I'm down (laughs) to, like, the Greeblies and Gubbins, and I am tired of them. I don't want to paint any more little bags, or belts, or shoes, and I don't, and I'm just so close to the end, but it seems interminable. It doesn't matter how much stuff I paint. I'm always like, oh, I didn't paint that thing because they're goblins. And you know how that is. Mm. And once upon a time, I had these like delusions of fancy basing that I was going to do. And no, it's going to get gravel and dry brush. And this is going to be it. A couple of grass tufts. It's going to look awesome. And I'm just, I'm so tired of it. I want to like do stuff especially because the uh the new Warcry box is yes. coming out way sooner than i, oh, I anticipated know. so awesome so i was like oh whoops okay guess yeah, i better that's, that's something that's going to be sitting wrapped in cellophane on one of my <laughs> on one of my tables for a while yeah buddy so yeah that's where i'm at it's not pretty but we'll get through it you know i i commission painted uh, in eighth grade, I commissioned painted the skeleton army box from Games Workshop, which wasn't too bad. And then, like later on in life, during third edition, I, I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll I'll do that again." And I commissioned painted one thing, and I was like, "Nope, that's enough. I I don't want to do that anymore." I did. Um, when eighth came out, I did. It was one kid's army, and it was three halves of the Dark mm. Imperium box, the Nurgle half. So that was like. Some ridiculous number of models. Yeah. I think it was like 60-something just poxwalkers. Um, and I'll never do that again. But this like little warband thing, I don't mind so much. It's just these goblins. I don't know what it is. I think it's, you know, everything going on. And so I don't... Yeah. I just don't have it in me right now. I will finish the Greeblies and the Gubbins. So help me. <laughs> they will be done. How about you, Jeff? I haven't done anything much hobby-wise, but I have been delving into um, reading some of the new, like the, those two new codexes, like refreshing myself on Necrons. And <sighs> man, it's gonna be hard not to make an army of those, especially like <laughs> now. Like now, there's there's pictures of some of the Void Dragon shards painted oh, by other so painters cool. and mm-hmm. various color schemes. Oh, Dude, no, I can't. I can't fall in love again. <laughs> I know. I, I well, we have the secret project, so it's okay. We do. So, yeah, we do. We have the secret. Oh Necron yeah, project, yeah. So it's okay. Yeah, okay. You can like them a little bit. I know, but because mm. mm-hmm. here's the thing. Here's where my mind's gonna go. It's like, 
Well, that secret project would be so much cooler if there was a void dragon shard added to it. I'm, I'm a generous man. I can. No, no, no don't worry. No, I can we, take that out of my own pocket. We got a guy. Well, no, if anybody's going to do it, it'll be me because I still get a discount. It'll be fine. We've got a guy. We can make it good. No, because I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, seriously, like, I'm the, the dripping, syrupy privilege that comes off of me when i say this sentence but right now money's not the issue it's time <laughs> I, I can absolutely go buy a satan shard of the void dragon it is no sweat and like most of my blackstone fortress stuff that i, fin I finished buying because i didn't want it to be discontinued yeah it's gonna wait a while <sighs> anyways so yeah, new model is pretty badass. Yeah, that thing's awesome. I'm not even just talking about the model, like the rules, everything about yeah, oh yeah, everything it's... about this codex is great. I, I you know I briefly looked at the flip the space ring codex and was yeah okay I'll I have Death Watch so I'll wait till that comes out to actually look at it. But the Necron ones, I, I sat and I read through that whole thing just because it's a great book. Well, I never really got myself up to date. Um, on Necrons since the since they did the the overall on the fluff. So I'm like I, I read like the basic stuff from core books, but I never sat down with one of the newer codexes and really had a, a good read through the new fluff. So it's it's fun to be able to revisit that and really get a, a better feel for it. Uh, but at the same time, like now, I keep reading. It's like oh, I could do a destroyer cult army. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the worst. It's like, oh man, I need to take a history lesson. I'm gonna take it with my dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Between talking about like the American Revolution and post Reconstruction era, he's going to try to sell me more drugs. <laughs> that sounds about right. What about you, Matt? What have you been doing? My best analogy ever. Yeah, Matt, go ahead. So my friendly local gaming store, uh, I'm helping them run a 40K league. Um, so they're keeping, you know, they still have all their social distancing stuff in place. Uh, and you can play at home. They're encouraging you to play at home, but you report to the store. Um, mm -hmm. So that's, so we've been, we've been doing that. That's been, uh, that's been fun. Uh, and their donation was... To, to enter the league, you had to do, uh, donate a gift card to a local food uh, grocery store because the local food shelter actually, because everything going on, can't accept, like, food, right? Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody's been donating um, gift cards, and they're matching that with store credit, right? So if we donate in total $500 worth of gift cards, there'll be $500 in store credit to go out for the league. So I thought that was pretty good. Nice. Um, it is nice. And some friends and I are looking into the um, Crusade Beyond the Veil. We're sort of looking through that book and getting ready to start up a crusade. Awesome. So I'm really looking forward to that. Nice. Of course, with all the other skirmish stuff coming out, it's going to be hard to, to stick mm -hmm. to that. But... <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't really had too much time either. This this work thing is is, is the worst. Super lame. Like, I, like yeah. It's it's the worst. I wish I could just mm -hmm. quit and do fun stuff all day, but you know, reality. Yep. I don't even want to do fun stuff. I just want to quit and write. Like I could do so much if I didn't have yeah. two jobs right now. Yeah. Yeah. True. 
So, Games Workshop came at us with um, a preview for... It was all really their specialist games or skirmish games. Yeah. Which was a very exciting preview. Now, I didn't get to see it. I missed it live. I got to catch up with it afterwards. Um, but we get to see new... Well, probably, the, I think, the, the biggest thing is, is the new Warcry box set. Yeah. Um, they're taking Warcry underground, which is awesome. Which I, I like. And so the... Um... Like one of the one side of the board has it's almost like the kill team arena box where you've got sort of designated rooms and things. And the only models that you have for terrain are doors. And there were some people that are complaining about this being like lame and oh, that's you're not getting anything. But I think a lot of people like what was great about the arena set. It's the same thing here. You can play that and some you can take it somewhere without having to carry like a big plastic bin yeah, full of terrain exactly. with you. Um and they did that for uh, when Necromunda they had that release, yep. which it was all yep. corridors and stuff too, and that was a that was a great game. Exactly, and it lets you do cool rules. Like they just um, they put out a post today talking about the special rules that apply in the um, in the dungeon, where they've got things for that are both generic and they have faction specific ones. So like the Corvus Cabal, which is a a warband that relies heavily on being able to fly and to be able to reach other levels and things like that, well, that's going to be tough in these corridor dungeons. Um, so they have they have a special ability where they can wall run. So if they're within one inch of a dungeon wall, they can basically move like they could fly. So they can move past other models mm -hmm. and, and, you know, where through they are, you know, through where they're standing, um, as long as they wind up within one inch of a dungeon wall. So they've done a really good job of sort of not breaking the the war bands that rely on on sort of special abilities or specific kinds of terrain yeah exactly um bring everything making it so everything works well in this version of the game is is awesome and you can also push people into the pit which which is just great Why i mean you? i'm in yeah every time pushing people into pits is a lot of fun in any game Exactly. I play a lot of Overwatch, and that's kind of my jam. It's your thing. <laughs> yeah, it's my thing. It's what I do. Like, all the characters I played are all about pushing people into pits. I Here's the thing. So, I think that as far as just having a bunch of doorways and little gubbins, I agree that that's lame. If that was the only thing in the box. Right. Oh, it's certainly not. But it is not. The fact that you get... Both a set of terrain with a bunch of doorways and stuff for the catacomb side of the of the map, and then you get some ruins and other junk for the other side of the map, makes it a very well-rounded box set because you get to enjoy the catacombs and you get to enjoy kind of more standard war cry. And that's why I'm getting this box. <laughs> yeah, it also comes with the the signs of the flame. And the uh, what's the name of the other one? Sorry, oh, the Shadow Stalkers. Yeah, yeah. The Canine Shadow Stalkers, which are the signs of the flame, are awesome looking. Um, you guys have probably seen them in the previews before. It's they have all the flame details on them, and then we have a nice uh, dark elf warband or whatever they're called now. Right. Dark elves. 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 They're 
probably I think I'm thinking they're associated with the daughters of Cain these yes, guys. These yes, these yeah. So there you go. I'm it's funny because there's a there's a very like my standard like if I look at the models at face value, I'm very I'm very excited for the the Shadow Stalkers. But then, as a big fan of object source lighting, mm-hmm. I, look, I look at those uh, signs of flame and like, I could do some things. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could do some fun things. And along with the new box set, they're also they're releasing books for all of the Age of Sigmar factions, sort of consolidating everything into one place, um, which is is great because the you know all the cards they released for those factions were sort of splash releases so you can't get a lot of them anymore unless you want to pay what people are charging for them which is nonsense yeah yeah that's uh, yeah I mean so I feel like GW should do like Malifaux does where or like Guild Ball did where like that stuff the cards are accessible as a print and play like even if they wanted to charge like a dollar or two like or you know charge me 10 May- bucks that gives me access to all of the cards fine yeah something like, like that fine. um you know make them all nice and formatted and you know quality for me to print and and that'd be good because the cards are nice because you can put them up on the table yeah they're great makes it easy yeah now i just want to point out because we're we're technically a 40k podcast that the um the shadow stalkers with very slight conversions, would make a very cool-looking uh, Harlequin troop. Yes. Ah, yes. Yep. Definitely. Like, especially if you're looking, like, I mean, you look at the the leader of that, like, it's got the same kind of mirror face that a Shadow Seer has. It's like, it, th- these guys are a couple of weapon swaps away from being very cool Harlequins. Or if you're, uh, if you play one of the Imperial. No, just Harlequins. <laughs> well, the, or no, or uh, a couple a couple of death death cult assassins because they GW has just like the I think they have just two poses for that and, and the same ones have been around forever. I've seen a lot of people who have converted the witch elves into um, death cult assassins, so you could use these yeah. too. And along with that, we also get uh, some more catacomb, a little uh, catacombs board pack that has four more in, looks like interior boards for your Warcry games, which is always nice. More yeah. Choices. Plus, I mean, those are not limited to because Warcry is the same size as Kill Team is the same yeah. size as what you put together in so that you can, you know, play bigger games of 40k. It's the size that they have built all of the game table sizes around. So. Yeah, you want to fight in catacombs with your 40k army? Have at it. And we've got Blood Bowl Season 2 coming around. Um, just looks like an up- updated rule set. With uh, Although I did like that this time they put full teams in the box, right? So you get a, a star player and, and one of the bigger guys, too. Um, yeah. A little easier than having to go out and buy you know some separate models and stuff. And um, looks like a nice box set. I mean, Blood Bowl is one of those games that I... I used to play a lot. I wish I had time to play more recently, but it's not. There's not a lot of people that play in in my area anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice that they finally figured out that oh, people actually want like a whole game in a box, and like they were saying, like they've done 
because they do colored plastic now, they've done the colored plastic, um, the two colors for the two teams. So you can put it together and play right out of the box. Yeah. Should you want, which is good. Looks like there's uh, also some more Necromunda expansions coming out. I do really like the terrain set they previewed. Yeah. That gang stronghold. This is a really neat uh, little terrain set. And I think the you know, there's some more uh, 30k stuff, but I think one of the biggest things we saw was the the sort of the final here's what's coming preview, mm-hmm. and that is updated kill team. Yeah, so they tell you so it's kill team, and kill team is going to the um, Pariah Nexus, which this psychs me out for a couple of reasons. First of all, kill team. <sighs> Kill Team was great until Warcry came out, and Warcry was just yeah. a more interesting game. It was a better built game. It was significantly better built um, in terms of campaign rules and things like that. So my hope for this new, updated, whatever we want to call it, Kill Team, is that, first of all, I'm hoping that they make it a little more balanced and mm-hmm. um, make the campaign system a little more robust but more than that where they're putting it in the pariah nexus my thought is that maybe there's going to be a way to link your kill team campaign up into a crusade campaign and then you can and you could really do like a slow grow league from you know five guys all the way up to an army that would be awesome because that'd be so good sort of missing at this point it's like that it's weird because there's they, they seemed to be on the right track with it by like at first it was mostly troop choices and then they said oh here's an expansion where you can add some commanders and here's another expansion for other things elites yeah elites and it I feel like it kind of putters like sputtered out after that but that was all they did and the the other problem with that too was that it wasn't really like there was no way to balance it. Yeah. Like you were either all playing with elites or you weren't. Like you couldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they. It, it was almost. And then it was like. Forty k, but you know, forty k tournaments, but worse. It was like, here's here's what always wins, and you only need to buy four models yep. if you want to be that person. Yeah. Yeah, that was the big problem. <laughs> was the the custodes went in there, and it was not yeah. great. Not a great plan. Like, I get it. The, like, it, it does follow their philosophy of you can play what you want to play. And yeah. so if you if that's your army, like, I can understand I want to play it in Kill Team. Um, when we ran a league, we ran just out of the core book. And even, even when I had it balanced for, like, you got points, like, you got a point even if you weren't there. Um, you know, and then, like, but, like, the person... Um, the the guy who won he ran death watch with the shields he yeah. was untouchable and by like week 3 nobody was going to catch him and it was like cool cool all right well great yeah like you said i mean i mean it makes sense right you they want you to just okay i can go buy a death watch kill team and take whatever i want out of that box and make an army yep. but there's in a when you get down to kill team size it's there's just there's some stuff that's a lot just, more yeah yeah and i think that's that's part of why when like that was a smart thing they did with Warcry, where they came out with game specific factions first. And once exactly. they knew that that was like settled and how things worked, 
Um, because it doesn't matter how much you test something, whether like any game, it, do, it doesn't matter if it's a board game or a video game or a tabletop game, does not matter. No matter how robustly you test it, once you put it in the hands of the public, someone is going to either on purpose or inadvertently find a loophole. And so they put these fac- these game specific factions out that you could they could make them do whatever they wanted because they didn't influence anything else in any other game. Once they saw how that worked, they were able to put the other factions into Warcry. They were able to see how you know any of these models would work and like okay, this model's obviously going to be too powerful, so we won't leave you know we'll leave that one out. But these guys are in. Um, whereas Kill Team, they kind of never really decided whether it was its own game or just like diet caffeine free 40k and it was not great yeah and in you know it's it's in kill team or with Warcry, it's okay here's the warband here so you can use that warband in age of sigmar yep but then with kill team it's just well here's your like you're saying here's your 40k army that you can play. And the rules are close. Yeah. But there's going to be a couple things that are very different, but you're going to forget because you play 40K also, and you're going to argue about it a lot. You're going to have to keep checking yeah. the book. I mean, I, I played, I did a Kill Team League when it came out at my local store, and I was playing Death Watch, and after the first game, I stopped playing Death Watch because when I had 2D6 shots with a frag cannon and rolled, you know, 10 shots and and shoot I appreciate each shot at a different thing and it was like okay this is kind of ridiculous yeah but But Matt you could have won you could have completely beaten everyone at the game with the tiny toy soldiers you would have been a legend in your game (laughs) store yeah you're reacting like what I said was ridiculous (laughs) I don't appreciate it just uh, well, it's like the guy who, at the end of 8th edition, always brought the Iron Hands to the local, like, store-level road, like, tournament. Like, yeah, I won again. Okay, good. Yeah, great. It's like, when people cheer the dude who came in second place more than they cheer yeah, you. exactly. Because <laughs> they don't care that you won, but they're kind of impressed and happy the other guy got where he did. It's it's time to look at what you're doing with your yeah. army. Yeah. So hopefully this new edition of of Kill Team will, will smooth that out a little bit, and I think that's that's a great if it could work that way where you could roll it all the way up to just 40k. Yep. That'd be perfect. Yep. You go. All right. Well, this is how you convert your your Kill Team into a crusade. Yeah. Like horse that's and... exactly like if it. If it are if it could start crusade, you know, with some honors already as a squad, like that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. And then the next campaign books they start doing after a while, they can include even like some, a, a couple of pages on kill team. Like, yep, here are some artifacts that you can get from these missions that are kill team specific. Yeah, here's the that's exactly it, and it, it's just the same book. So yeah. you don't worry about it. You're not like, I'm going to put out a kill team supplement just for this, you know, for this new um, setting or whatever. Like, no, you just roll it in one book. 
Everybody yeah, gets it. Just, it's all you need to do is add a couple pages here and there. And I, in in a way, they can sort of bookend it on the other side, where well, here's a couple of apocalypse missions with yeah, the benefits exactly. that you get from that. Like once your crusade gets to apocalypse size, here's what you get. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like here's a relic you can give to your warlord titan. <laughs> Your, your guy that started out in, in Kill Team is now piloting the Titan, so he takes all his honorifics with him. You're, you're one little guy. Like... <laughs> all by himself, He's running really from station it. to station. You have to hire a crew. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because at some point someone says, look, you can keep living with those wounds and that arthritis, or we can remove part of your frontal lobe and hook yeah. you up, and you can essentially just... Be a volcano cannon. Done. Like yeah, for eternity. I'm done. Like all I do is just aim the volcano cannon. (laughs) I was gonna do that anyways. Let's see how. (laughs) And we also get to see the uh, the next season of Underworlds, which is coming so fast like so fast it, this uh, warhammer underworld seems to me like the lcg of games workshop products it's like every three I mean, every couple you know it's i mean technically it is um, yeah that's true but i think like so they are gonna run out of factions oh, here yeah, Pro- like this season i think is probably gonna be they, they've already started doubling up, up. Yeah, there's a couple of stories. Yeah, there's a couple there. of there's a couple of doubles. We've done that works a couple of times and, and things like that. Um but I I'm happy with how much attention they do pay to the card portion of that game yeah. because it could get out of hand very easily. Um and they've done a terrific job. Um I'm excited for this box because it's the cow elves and um and uh Slaneshi Hedonites, which are great. One of them has this shield with eyes, and I just need like yeah, that one looks cool. so thirty cool. of those. Just that shield bit would be uh, great. Now, don't sell the shield short. It also has teeth. <laughs> it does also have teeth. I'm sorry. I am Apologize disappointed. Shield, not me. <laughs> I'm disappointed that um, that the uh, the cow elves didn't come with. The empty suit of armor, because that was like no the one suits. model that I really wanted. And I didn't, they didn't it does come it. with a guy doing yoga, though, so that's good. With an owl. Yeah. That was from a, uh, that was from a, um, what preview. do they call him? Yeah, uh, the preview. Yeah, the preview. Yeah, I was like, I know that owl. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Underworld is a, it's a, it's a really well-balanced game. So from I've, what I found for playing it, so and uh, they do pay, like you're saying, pay attention to the cards and and update them as needed. So um, it's well balanced than a lot of other LCGs that have been out there. Yeah, and like people complain about like previous seasons rotating out. So like um, Night Vault should rotate out this season, yeah. I think, right? I think so. um, but what that does is. Like it, it, it lowers the barrier of entry for anybody that wants to start playing because you don't need to buy everything from the last however many years in order to play competitively. You only have, you know, that certain set. 
Um, you can still play for fun with the oh, yeah. previous. And to be honest, like let's be fair, that will be the majority of your games anyways. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that bothers me about War, uh, not Warcry, about Underworlds is in, in the card aspect is that it is a lot of stuff to keep up with. And then knowing that your cards don't mean like, oh, this card doesn't do what it used to do. Now it does a different thing. It gets kind of annoying. They keep, I, they try to keep that to a minimum, though. There's only a couple cards that they've flat out changed. And then yeah. usually what they'll do is whenever a new set comes out, they'll basically replace it. I know, with but what keep it was in mind, supposed like, to do. There are days I put on shorts because I forgot it's winter. Like, I don't have a great memory. <laughs> so what I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm not just complaining without bringing a, a solution to the table, but I would really like to see an app for for Underworld that basically, like, once you, like, the same thing they're doing with Codex. Like, I buy my warband, it gives me a code, I enter it in the app, there are my cards, and I can build, like, decks in there play from the app so that everything is updated and, and and I don't have to worry about it. I would like to see that. Like I, I can choose, oh, I'm going to play like competitive or I'm going to play this or I'm going to play that. I guess the only thing that people would complain about is, well, how do we know it's the, the randomizer is good enough or whatever. But still, like the convenience of not having to keep track of cards would be great for people who are lazy like me. Well, and and they do have the website, um, right? That has all the cards and everything on there in the, in the list books. So they just should port that to mobile. Then, exactly. That's. I mean, yeah. The database is there. Yeah. Yeah, the Warcry deck builder right yeah. here. Yep. Oh look, it's not working right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing here yet. Build something amazing by whatever company this supplies them with that. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. And then finally, as part of the preview, we get to see a little more peek into some of the animation they're working on for uh, for 40k. Got to see some strength. I'm excited scorpions. about some of these. Yeah. It this this feels to me like we're just gonna try all this different stuff and see what works. Which is, Which fine. is fine. Like that's yeah. like I have. Um, I used to get these comic book anthologies that were all short stories and they were all on a theme, but they were all done by different artists. So they were all in vastly different styles. And that's what this feels like, like this um, interrogator one that's all in this sort of Sin City mm-hmm. major black and white, but red color thing. Um, like, I'm excited about that. Like, because normally if you told me there's like, I mean, because it's got to be about, like, the Inquisition or whatever. I would normally be like, eh, I don't know. But that looks cool. So I'm in. The only thing, well, we don't have any information on yet is how we're going to be able to see these. So we'll have to see. Uh... Yeah. Disney I I figured there's, they're going to find something. Like, I mean, it's... Yeah, they'll find something. Part of me is like, oh, why can't they just have a deal with Netflix? But then they'd only get two seasons and they'd get canceled. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Probably for the best. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know with the with the with the rapid pace they they they're pumping out these different kinds. They just have like eight different series of Netflix. Let's keep it going. I like that they uh, they seem to have really put a lot of energy into figuring out how to care how how to have as many characters as possible remove helmets dramatically. Right. Yes, <laughs> that's an important part. 
I mean, it ex- it you know what? It finally explains why Space Marine sergeants don't have helmets. <laughs> yeah. We've been we've been wondering about this for quite a few years, but now we know it's because somewhere before the game they removed it dramatically. Perfect. They it's, you know, this one time you do it dramatically and you and you throw it as part of that and it's, you just lose it. It's gone. Um and then we also that was the that was the preview. We also get to see another limited edition Space Marine model coming our way. Y- yay. Does it have a chain sword? Can we talk about the chain sword for a solid 8 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> it is a another uh Terminator chaplain it, it seems like if it's a special character, it's got to be in Terminator armor. But it's a nice looking model. Um, yeah, I mean it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. It's another. He's space got a marine. lot of paperwork. Yeah, yeah. He's got a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of little little scribbles to put on your model if you so choose. Um. Yeah, it'll be available. I think Warhammer Weekend is uh, is it this weekend or next weekend. Warhammer, is this oh, this Warhammer Day. Warhammer oh, Day Halloween. is yes. So next next it's Halloween. Week. I, I forgot. I remember they made like a whole big deal out of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, if they're not in costumes, I will riot. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> You're gonna be able to get this one online though, right? Do I remember yes, that? it will be. It will be available online, and um, I think local stores are getting a small allocation of them if they so choose. So you might be able to get it from your from your local store as well. But the, yeah, this one is is 100 just like the. Uh, last librarian they did in the Sister of Battle, they'll be available online for you to buy. And that is a lot of paperwork. That that dude looks like he's rigged to do my taxes. <laughs> it's a lot, it takes a lot of paperwork to prove that you're you're pure enough to be a chaplain. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if you're pure, soldier. Fill out this for, these That's forms. Right. Like, oh man. <laughs> We also, there's uh, stuff trickling through for Aeronautica Imperialis. Um, We're going to finally see the ground assets for the Finally. We get to talk about something I am excited about. (laughs) I mean, because I got all my Tau stuff, and it's great. I haven't played with it or finished painting it, but I did see, like, the rules for the ground assets, and I, there was no kits. My only worry is, is this going to be Forge World resin, or is this going to be like, are we getting an actual plastic kit? No, with that? I think all no, the I other ground plastic. assets are plastic. Yeah, the last, the last that they did with the Orcs and Imperial was uh, they were they were plastic too. Wait, I know, of, I know. Speaking of Aeronautica and Forge World, though, like I feel like we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the giant Orc bomber. Oh yeah, that was ninety three dollars and sixty one pieces. <laughs> God. I don't think my brass scorpion is 61 pieces. It is ridiculous. I mean, I'm not against it. It's fine, but man. That's a lot of pieces. It's like, I see it's like, really? But here's the thing. Like I told you, Amy, um, if I were still doing orcs for Aeronautic Imperialists, I would get one because. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. I am a victim. In so many ways. <laughs> it's a great model. I feel it is vastly overpriced, but I feel like, you know what, Jeff? 
You only had one chocolate bar today. You deserve a reward. <laughs> I'd order myself an absurdly expensive model. And if I buy three of them, I get shipping oh, free. That's right. <laughs> Don't do that. I can like I could get a pair of Tetras or a pair of uh, 40k stealth fighter drones for less. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I just, uh, just want to know what the 63 pieces are. Like I see, there's lots bombs. of little bombs stuff all, on there. It's all gonna be bombs, man. It's gotta be <laughs> bombs all, and turrets. Lose, like <laughs> yeah. they already know you're gonna lose. Like, the half the of plane, them. the plane itself is one solid block of resin. One just hunk. Just but all there's yeah, resin. like you said, tons it, of extra bombs it, and turrets. It may be up to, I'd say, five or six pieces for the plane. Like, you know, fuselage, I get the wings, maybe a couple of pieces for the tail, like yeah. tail fans. Yeah. But yeah, it's the or maybe something underneath, like the, the little, um, you know, they have these threads in the, in the bottom. I don't yeah. know. So, I mean, if you look at like the, the detailed picture that they've got, like it is, there's just a random assortment of explodey bits <laughs> glued under the wings which That's i like want there to be extras yeah. so that you could like put them on your other planes and make them look cool because WYSIWYG I, is not a huge deal in aeronautica oh, no way you, it can't it can't Thank be god which is great it's great because then the rule of cool is like way up there but like I was telling Amy, like you could you could feasibly just buy one of the plastic bomber set and kit bash it into your own mega bomber. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You you take two of those, smash it together. You got plenty of bombs and stuff in that kit. So yeah, and it, it's it's the orky thing to do. Yeah. yeah. That being said, this model, this orc air wa mega bomber thing, a majigger is absolutely a prototype for them putting out a Forge World Aeronautica Imperialist Tau Manta. Yep. Mm, yes. It's going to be coming. And yeah, and that's the thing, right? This, that's, that's the thing. I will buy it <laughs> because I've decided I'm doing Tau. Well, it's my destiny. Well, yeah. Exactly. I mean, they, they did one previously, so... Come on, let's get on it, guys. And I have that one previously that's not going to be the right, yeah. the, the proper scale anymore. And I'm probably just going to use to make terrain. <laughs> I'm I'm keeping it like it's it's already painted but badly and like it, it broke in a move, so I'm missing a few pieces. So it's going to be great to make a crashed manta, mm -hmm. but I'm waiting to be able to do that since it's probably going to be kind of sort of this proper scale, especially for terrain, which is more forgiving for, uh, for Titanicus. Mm. But I'm waiting for, for them to, you know, wake up and Make pull Titanicus game. out of the 31st millennium. Yeah. So they did, we did get the announcement for the next book for Titanicus, which is not even, going to have the possessed titans in it yet so it's starting to feel to me anyway like okay we're gonna stretch this out yeah it does feel like filler like they just they just took their their essay and double spaced it they're yeah. like they're it, like 2.3 space they've got the 14.5 yeah, th they're listen, gonna get like, the 20 pages 
I yeah. think the community told them to go to bed, and they're just making excuses here, like asking for a new another <laughs> glass of water or tell water. me a story. But I'm not tired. Can I just watch another episode? Like it's like as as a parent slash like as a parent, which is aka just a consumer. Like I'm getting really tired of this. I'm gonna smack that kid. Yeah, it, it, I mean, so the book coming out is it's got some more some different legios in there. For, you know, they're sort of doing the space marine thing where here's a bunch of minor legions you can play now and and. Um, I thought the thing that was interesting is they're doing open war cards for Titanicus, sort of like 40k. So yeah. um, that'll be great. But you know, I, I think it's time to you know let's get the possessed Titan book and then okay, the horse heresy's over. Let's move on. Because people want it. Like people they, want it. Is it. An, it is an easy way to triple the sales of your Titanicus line. Yep. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I'm I'm not buying Titanicus right now because. It's like it's already difficult enough getting into new games. Yeah. There are other games that will have factions that I enjoy. So why would I stick like and it's I mean, it's great. Like I'm I'm glad they're having fun and they're keeping thirty K alive, but it's it's there. Like we people can still play thirty K Titanicus to their heart's content. Exactly. But wouldn't it be cool if we did more? Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, and Titanicus does have a pretty good sized player base, but, um, you know, even with this last book is there's not, a, there's less and less hype every book that's coming out now. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's circling the drain. Like at some point they're going to try to put out like a book that's just, it's Steve, the warlord Titan, and you can get the <laughs> Steve conversion kit from Forge World. Like you too can command Steve in your battle of 30 K. It's going to become so granular as to be specific Titans and, and knights. And, Nobody and wants all that. the while there's all this cool lore and these awesome models that they could be putting out. They're leaving money on the table, which I is. I want to make Steve the warlord now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like there, there's companies out there that sell nameplates that you can put on the bases for the yep. tens. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just Steve. <laughs> I think Amy has some of those. I sure do. I love <laughs> of those. You do. They just added a whole bunch of new like shapes and fonts oh, cool. and all kinds of stuff, and they're amazing. Hmm. I do. What I like about that company, though, is that they ask you what game it's for so that if you are a complete idiot and have chosen exactly the wrong kind <laughs> of nameplate, they will email you and be like, yo, um, I don't think that's actually what you wanted. Yeah. Which is great. Hey, genius. Yeah. No, if you're like, well, I'm using these other bases. Great. All right. Have a good day. But they want to not screw up your stuff, which I appreciate. Yeah. No, it's that's that's very good customer service. Speaking of uh, cool accessories, Steve? I actually <laughs> speaking oh, of Steve, uh, <laughs> I they just showed up today. I totally forgot I ordered them from some Australian place on Etsy. But I think I'm not in the minority when I say I hate the new jump troop stands that Games Workshop has. Mm-hmm. These Did are you order some exhaust fumes that serve as a no, no. I hate. Oh. I don't like those either. Um, oh, these are sort of soft, like soft, almost alligator clips that fit on the end of the flight stand and just sort of like gently wrap around your model and hold it in place. Huh. Oh. Did I ever talk about the, uh, the, the cool things I got from England, the, um, objective templates 
They're these clear plastic circles, and they have the 40 millimeter actual size in the middle, and then they have the whatever it is, three inches out from the oh, center. Cool. So you just put it on the table. You can use whatever you want as an objective marker, but as long as it's in the plastic, you're good, which is excellent. That is very cool. Hey, you, cool. you had mentioned those. I don't think yeah. I, you've ever shown them to me, though. And now I am curious. I will find them after this. I've seen some mouse pad ones like that, but they were just like solid colors. So that's that's great. So you can put, you know, kind of whatever you want in there. Yeah, they're very much like, they're almost like transparencies. So you yeah. don't even have to worry about models tipping over off of them nice. or anything like that. They just sit flat on the mat. And some of the last things we've seen is there's a uh, Warhammer horror submissions are open now, which I thought yeah. was very exciting. Like whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I saw that when you announced it originally and I was going to scramble to find an idea and do a submission. But here's the problem I have. And like, this is really just me. As, as a writer, um, I can't I can't do a good job of coming up with an idea on the fly in a couple of months, slapping it together and sending it. I need to find something. I need to find a story, a 40K or fantasy story uh, or Age of Sigmar story that I'm excited about, I'm excited mm -hmm. to tell. I need to write that story. And then the next time there's a submission, submit that. Instead of trying to like, like, all right, what are they trying to like? What, what, what do they, what are they buying? How can I customize what I'm doing to fit that? Like, I, I just don't like. I've noticed and discovered I can't, I don't do a good job when that's my mindset. And if I want to submit something for Black Library, I need to like, I need to be in the proper mindset. Like, I need to do a good job. Yeah. So you just, so you just gotta like prep for when they do it again. Right? Because they do them regularly, and they yeah. do sort of the same general sets of them, like the horror one they do every year. Right, and and that's that's it. Like that's the thing. Like if instead of just rushing when they announce it, I need to like just keep an open mind during the year, and if I have an idea, work on that idea, and if I don't, then it's not a big deal. Like it's not. Yeah. yeah. It's not like I'm 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 sitting down every night wondering, oh man, I'm out of projects. <laughs> this, is, this is not something that's happening to me so it's fine i can like i can I, I like i mean it would be great to be published in the games workshop book like have black library stuff going on just because it would be a mix of my two favorite hobbies but at the same time like i don't want to half-ass that kind of yeah, stuff of course and they are but hey us. good luck to everybody else <laughs> And they did show us sort of their codex timeline. So we knew they were going to get four codexes before the end of the year. They actually sort of split it out into the months. So November is Death Watch and Space Wolves. December will be Death Guard and Blood Angels. And then two more in January, one of which is apparently a Xenos codex. We can assume. So they've given us placeholder art, but it doesn't. I mean, GW doesn't do a whole lot of arbitrary anyway, so it doesn't appear to be arbitrary. Yeah. So yeah, Xenos would be nice after the deluge of imperial nonsense. But I mean, here, there's still going to be imperial nonsense. Let's not well, yeah. pretend uh, otherwise. Yeah. 
But, I mean, if it can be Imperial nonsense that's also not just Space Marines, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, Data Mechanicus. I'd be down. Yeah, or there, there's a couple of fun things to sort of um, that, that, that that this preview sort of highlights for us. The first one is they they're doing two codexes a month for the next three months. That's huge. Like if we're going to assume that's that the rhythm that's the rhythm they're going with, we're done with new codexes within the year. Which would be great. It yes. would be awesome. It's a little sad because that means that not many of these codexes will get huge splash releases a la Necron. Right. But then again, they don't all need it. No, right? but they could definitely do a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. They could. I think they can probably do one per quarter. And four of them, I think that's going to cover like the big, the big ones. Yeah, the like, stuff that really needs it. El- Eldar mm-hmm. need a couple of things. Tyranids could use a couple of things. I could see Harlequins getting a few more models. Yeah. Um, like there's 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 places to work, and I think like they they've got the room for it, and they can still put out one or one or two models like clamshells for characters or special models for for the rest of them easily. The second thing is in the announcement, and that's that's very flimsy. It's very flimsy information. It's a, it's a hint that could mean nothing. So as per internet protocol, I will say it is confirmed that the Xenos Codex is going to be Gene Seater Cult because in one of the lines, they say that the Xenos will rise up. And that's what Gene Seater Cult said. Okay. Dude. Right. So as per internet protocol, it's confirmed. <laughs> By sources. <laughs> Breaking news. You heard it here first. Breaking, yeah, exactly. Like I, I will stand behind this announcement because I saw a hint on a Games Workshop post. <laughs> Do I have a? Can I have a blog now? Is that how this works? Yep. yep. Maybe you can have a, you have a blog. I think there. you need a YouTube channel in which you sit in your car and talk about, talk about stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. And I can give I can give painting tips like. Use dry brushes. <laughs> you're, you're now authorized. That's for beginners, JF. You're authorized to have a website that has like one original article per month, but just reposts everything every other day. Oh, yes, exactly. It's perfect. I'm in. So long, suckers. My, <laughs> my internet 40K empire begins today. That is that is a really, uh, if they, like you're saying it, though, if they keep up this pace for codexes, it's, uh, that's pretty, pretty quick. I mean, that's if it's two two a month. That's that's before. That's going to be halfway through the year. So I'm going to take the whole year. I mean, it depends how how deep they dive into some. Yeah. Like, are, is there going to be like a uh, like a, there's going to be a space wolf, a, a white scar, a you know death wash, dark angel, blood angel, gravy angel, gray knight. <laughs> there's going to be like like just in just in space marines you've got like a couple of months. So and another thing that's going to be interesting is and we're probably going we're going to get another sisters of battle codex. Mm-hmm. Hopefully towards the tail end and yeah. as much as I like what they did I always felt there was a couple of things missing. Yeah. And this this is our time. <laughs> like, maybe this is where we get our fancy uh, Detas of Sororitas uh, flyer, and I would be elated. Give yeah, me drop chapels. Yes. Yes. 
Give me the weird stuff. <laughs> so hopefully, I mean, January, if they can throw Dark Eels in there, that'll wipe out the normal Space Marina supplement codexes, unless they, like you're saying, unless they decide to turn around and do the White Scars, Raven Guard, all those again. Um, hopefully not. Hopefully we'll just get we'll get Dark Angels and the Xenos race in January, and then we'll be free and clear to sort of finish out other stuff. Um, so in the preview, right, we that they showed before, we did we saw what looked like a new Orc boy. So ho- mm. I, w- I wouldn't mind if, if if every Codex came with just even just an update to some of the older normal troops like the Orc boys or. Um, Eldar, like you're saying, needs a lot. Tyranids needs a lot. Um, those are the two oldest ranges, I think, right now. Eldar, definitely. Yeah, sounds about right. I'm I'm obligated as a Chaos player to say Corn Berserkers. Oh yes, uh, I, sh- I I don't I have a personal investment in that, but we're actually, I am uh, contractually <laughs> obligated. We were just looking, uh, just talking with one of my friends the other day, and he said the same thing. He's like, "What? Something I have to redo these Corn Berserkers." So that they're I, like I, one of the oldest models currently yeah. still. I, I mean, just... every like every Eldar player that's listening to you and still has to put together some freaking resin aspect warriors is <laughs> yeah. Oh no no no! Not I impressed by your argument. No, not at all. And I'm all for. I mean, the whole space elves, all of them need a little bit of love. I I do agree, however, that the prancing berserkers need to be updated. Not they're not. They good. are not amazing. They're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Unless, yeah, they should do, and then uh, just a noise marine box set too. You know, that'd be great. I think um, I still have mine somewhere. Updated basic troops for every every army would be that hasn't got them recently would be great. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what they do after the codexes are out. Are they gonna? I mean, because you know with. 8th edition, it was still a few years before they got through all the... Which all was the not great. No, it was definitely not not a good good plan. Now, we'll see how it goes this way. If, if we're going to just see more bloat with, you know, like a, just more campaign stuff, like, pri- like you know, they had Psychic Awakening. What if yep. it's a whole thing in the Pariah Nexus? And then, again, is... you need two or three books to carry around for your army, which is No, I, bad, but I but... think I think that adding like adding way more campaign books is great yes yeah because you never you never need more than one or even if you did like here's our second pariah nexus campaign book yeah like fine great um you know we've included the kill team stuff in this one and and great off you go um i think it opens up i don't know i think you could do a lot more special stuff i think the big thing actually now that i think about this is once they get their app um, fixed, it has not been great of late. Um, but what that allows them to do is put out new models without having to re-release an entire codex. True. Right? Because you've already got the code for your codex. So you you put your codex in, it knows all the models. So now, you know, four months later, they're putting out a new unit or a new centerpiece model or something it goes right into the app and sure you don't have it in your book, but you don't need it in the book because you've got it in the fully supported and updated app and your army builder and please just fix it. And and that's the dream, right? This yep. is, this is where we want to get 
not because like the initial reflex is, oh, that's because we're cheap and we don't want to buy books. And no, I, I guess buy a book. Yeah, like, I want to look at mind. it. I just hate mm. having to like this is the same problem as the underworld cards. I don't want to have to chase around rules. Yep. I want to play the game. I don't want to have to, even if it's not carrying books, because let's be frank, if I need two pages out of a campaign book, I'll get photocopies. But I don't want to do that. It's it's annoying. It's it's a pain in the ass. I want to be able to just play the game. I'm in this to paint little toy soldiers and then put them on the tables so that they, they can have little wars. Yeah. I don't want to bookkeep. I'm not a freaking Terminator chaplain. I don't need this. <laughs> That's an excellent callback. It's yeah, I'm pretty happy with it myself. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to add yeah, it to my SNL interview. Yeah. So like they have the technology to just give us new units whenever they want. Um, and then, like, okay, make the data sheet printable off the website if you are a person who, for whatever reason, cannot, does not, whatever, use the app. Um, you make the data sheets available, and off you go. Put them in the box like they've done with so many of the new units. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how granular they can get with the, the codes. Like, could each new model just come with a code for itself? Um I mean, that's oh, definitely yeah. another option. It's yeah. not a bad one. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see where it goes. I mean, I would hope that it would it would pan out better than Psychic Awakening, or if, as as a lot of people refer to it, the look at the new Space Marine models campaign. Um, yeah, yeah. Interesting times to see see where this is going to go, but. I mean, that's really all the 40K news we've, we've had. Um, hopefully by the time we talk to you next, which will be in a couple weeks, we'll have a new codex to look at, or at least a little more idea of what's coming up. We'll see. Hopefully something comes out of Warhammer Day, which is next yeah. week. Yep. Warhammer Day is usually a pretty big deal, so... Yeah. I mean, it is their own day, so... You know, I'm gone. Here, here's what we're going to see at Warhammer Day. They're going to tell us what those two codexes in January are. One of them is going to have a bunch of cool models to go with it, and that's that's going to be the big news. I like it. I'm let's into hope, it. Let's hope yep. that's that's a form of Eldar or Space Bugs. Genius are called. Confirmed. <laughs> I think those fall under the category of Space Bugs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Close enough. All right, guys, uh, head over to our Facebook page. Let us know what you're working on and what you're excited for in your upcoming codex, what you hope is coming out in January. And we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Thank you for listening to 40K Radio, part of the Free Buddhist Network. You can contact us via email at hosts at 40kradio.com or on the Free Buddhist Forum. Please check out the other podcasts on the Free Buddhist Network. Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies.